We're learning the first Sikha on Parshas, Chayisada, and Chelik Chof on page 79. The Shir today is being learned to Lenishmas, Rab Yasef, Ben Yamin, Ben Rab Menasha Kultman. In Heinte Gesedre, Lost Wissen die Teire, the Sachakel von the Yaron von Sara, Avram, and Yishmal. In this week's Parsha, the Teire tells us the number of years that Sara lived, Avram, and Yishmal lived. In Aschalas HaSedre, in the beginning of the parasha, it says, Vayiyu chayi sara meyashana v'esem shana v'sheva shanim. That the life of sara was 127 years. And by Mesiyam HaSedre, in the end of the parasha, it says, Ve'elu yimei shnei chayi avram goymer ma'as shana v'shivim shana v'chami shanim. 175 years. And then, it says in the parasha as well, earlier, Ve'elu ve'ele shnei chayi yishmol. The years of Yishmael's life, Ma'as Shana, Ushloishim Shana, Vesheva Shana, 137 years. Gefintmen in the Madvapela in Pirish Rashi we find something that's unusual here in Rashi, the way he addresses the number of years by Sara, Avram, and Yishmael. Chachas by Aladrai, Shtete Vot Shana, Shonim, Sai by Schumeya, Sai by the Asarais, on What's unique here about all three is that the Teire puts the word Shona, years, by each different section of the numbers here. There is the 100, when it says 100 years, the tens, whether it's 20, whether it's 30, whether it's 70, it puts again years, and then by the single digit, whether it's 7 or so on, it puts again years. So this is obviously extra, the fact that the Teire keeps on uh, repeating years, Shona, Shonim. So, when it comes to addressing this, why the Teirid does this, is Pirish Rashi Andesh by Yedefunze. The way Rashi addresses this by Sara, Avram, and Yishmael is different. By Shnoi Sara's Remafarish, when it comes to the years of Sara, Rashi explains, Therefore, it's written, the word Shana, years, or year, for each Klal, for each uh, number of years separately, or for each group of years separately, to tell you as follows. That you have to darshan, you have to expound and understand each one separately. On the far, learn up. So therefore, we learn out two different things here. Baskov kebaschof lechet that Sara was the same at the age of a hundred, like she was at the age of twenty, when it comes to chet that she did not sin at all in both of these ages. And then there's another drasha. Ubaschov kebazayin leyafi. And at the age of 20, she had the same kind of beauty as she had as a young girl of seven. That's by Sara. So you saw this, the Taita is repeating Shana, Shanim, to Darshan twice to compare to each other, Kuf to Chav and Chav to Zion. By Avramin, how does Rashi address this by Avram? So Rashi, there Rashi says, one drasha. Ben Kuf Kibbenayin. When Avram was 100, he was like when he was 70. And what's the significance about 70? That at the age of 70, he was the same as at the age of 5 without any Aveda. So it's all as one drasha. But main as what we learn from here, not like Rashi says, by Sara, by Sara we learn out two separate points. We compare to learn out that she was without any Aveda and also with as far as her beauty is concerned. But over here we just learn out one thing. We compare the life of Avram from the beginning till the end with one mila. As oich zayin dek ben kof is Avram given ke ben ayin on ben ayin ke ben hey bleichet.
that Avram Avinu at the age of 100 was the same as he was when he was 70, which is the same as he was when he was 5 without any Aveda. So that's a difference that has to be addressed. Why here does Rashi not darshan separately like he does by Sarah? Um, by Ishmael, and then when it comes to the years that it says by Ishmael, is Rashi bechlalnet mefarish vavos nichtav shana bechol klal klal. Here Rashi doesn't at all address why the Torah writes the word shana separately by Meya, by Shleishim, and by Sheva. In mefarshay Rashi is Don Ariches Gedela v'shakel v'tarya to feemfirin dishinuim anal Rashi. And so in the commentaries on Rashi, there's a very big discussion and an explanation for the changes here and how Rashi addresses this by Avram, Sarah, and Yishmael. Aber, however, in addition to certain difficulties that there are in each one of these answers, here's not the place to go through all of them and point out these difficulties. There's a general question that has to be addressed, and this is something that was already explained many times. Vibalt as derinyin is klalnit poshet. Since the uh, the way Rashi addresses Avram, Asada first, and then Avram, and then Sada, and then Yishmol, sorry, that is, is is not a simple matter, as you see from the fact. To the point that every commentary, every one of the commentaries has a different approach to this. So Rashi himself, which explains the psukim for even just a five-year-old to understand, Why didn't he write things clearly that there shouldn't be room for so much discussion and commentaries regarding what he means, why he addresses it here one way and here differently, and by Shmuel doesn't address it at all. So Muslim Zogin, what we must say here is, as Rashi's kavana is klar, fashtandik, that Rashi's intention of how he addresses all of this is very simple and clear. Just looking into the words that Rashi does say. And you don't have to resort to any additional sources or go to other information that Rashi doesn't tell you explicitly to understand what his intention is in explaining the life of the years of the life of Sarah, Avram, and Yishmael. So the rabbi here will give us a new approach in understanding this, different than what all the commentary say, says, say, that is going to be simple and straightforward based on the words of Rashi himself. The beat in them, so the explanation here is as follows. From them, was Rashi zok by Sodom. From the fact that Rashi tells us by Sodom, lekach nichtav shana b'chol klal klal, that the Torah writes the word shana separately each time by the numbers that it says of her life. That you have to dash in each one separately. Baskof is is kebas kebas chof. So the fact that Rashi says this by Sada, as if as from them was nichtav shana b'chol klal klal is muhach shekalechad nidrash laatzmai chulu lechet chulu leyafi that you learn out from here two points: one for chet that she had no chet, and the other is for her beauty. Is fashtandik meyatzmai. If so, it's self-understood. As Eich Nachdem, by Avram, that later on, when the Torah does the same by Avram, here as well the Torah writes the word Shana by each group of the numbers of his year separately. So definitely here, Rashi's intention is that each Klal is Darshan separately, and we do learn out two separate things, even by Avram. 
Well, is move on. If so, it's understood that this is how you have to read Rashi. Not like we read it before. As when Rashi zok by Avram and ben Kuf, Kibanayin, when Rashi says regarding Avram, that at the age of 100, he was similar to the way he was at the age of 70, main to them, the way to read this is, Nitnara haschala from dem limud. This is not just the beginning of one limud, of one thing we're going to learn out, and it's connected to the following line of Rashi. Ein limud it's not the beginning of the point that Rashi says afterwards that what's unique about the age of 70, that he's similar to the age of 5 without any Aveda. This is an additional point. There's, there's two separate Limudim over here. First Rashi tells us, And then Rashi adds a separate Limud, that Banayin is Kibanayin Bulechet. Now, but when Rashi says, that Rashi just leaves it at that, and doesn't spell out what's the significance of that. That's why it would seem that you have to read it all together. But the Rebbe explains, and thus was Rashi teichnetois, and thus is pasteit the limit from ben kuf kibenayin. Why doesn't Rashi spell out when he says that ben kuf is like benayin? What does this mean? In 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 what regard? Is this the far? Was the chiddush veinian and was beavram and is given ben kuf kibenayin? Steit befeidish and pasik. It's not necessary for Rashi to spell out regarding what Avram Avinu was at the age of a hundred, like the age of seventy, because it says it openly and clearly in the pasik itself. But really, it is a separate Rasha, just like by Sada, where you darshan separately over here as well. Ben Kuf Kibanayin is one Rasha, and then Ben Ayin Kibanay is a different Rasha. So, what is it that it says clearly in the Pasik regarding Ben Kuf Kibanayin that Rashi does not have to spell out? So, when Hashem tells Avram Avinu as Vetob Mazum from Sarin that he's going to have a son with Sada, Zok the Pasik, the Pasik says, Avram says to himself, is it possible that at the age of a hundred I'm going to give birth? It was a, it was unbelievable to him that at the age of a hundred he'll have a child. So what does this mean? So Rashi there explains. So Rashi there explains as In the times of Avram Avinu, the years, the age, the, the, the lifespan of people was less than it was in the earlier generations. Kvar. And there was a weakness that descended into the world and in the age of people. And as a result, people gave birth up to the age of 60 or 70. So here Rashi makes it clear what's unique about the age of 70. And when Avram Avinu was wondering that at the age of 100 I can't give birth, that at, that, that's at, at 70, he's still... Able to give birth, that's natural. At that time period of history, up until 70, people would still have children. But he says, and now with this, is verstandig bepashtus, and was is given, ben kuf kibenayim by Avram Avinu. What Rashi means when he says, or when the Pasuk here is telling us, shana, separately to say that at the age of 100, Avram was just as he was at the age of 70. What is this regarding? At that age, because of the kind of weakness that there was in the world, is there guilt of The age to have children was only up to the age of 70. This weakness did not affect Avram Avinu, and he had children past the age of 70. As we see, he had Yishmol at the age of 86. And therefore, even at the age of a hundred, is a is a 
he remained with the same ability to have children as it is at the age of 70. That is what Ben Kof Kibanayi means here regarding having children. And this is something which is understood from the Pasuk earlier and what Rashi already explained there. And therefore Rashi doesn't spell it out here again. Now, with this we understand better what Rashi himself says there. The Pasuk quoted when Avram Avinu was wondering, will I have a child at the age of 100? This is not Avram Avinu wondering that it's impossible. He's saying that this is impossible, that at the age of 100 I'll have a child. Rather, this is expressing the unbelievable nature that he saw, that he had, that even at the age of 100, he's still going to have a child. Oma believer, Rashi there says, he said in his heart, Is in fact Hashem going to do this kindness for me after everything he has already done to me? In other words, he's just pointing out the unbelievable nature of what he actually saw, that this is actually true. That at the age of 100, he has the same ability to have a child like at the age of 70. Because as Rashi here says, by Avram Avinu, the weakness that there was that after the age of 70, you can't have children, did not at all affect Avram Avinu. This is all regarding Avram Avinu. On the other hand, when it comes to Sada, the Pasuk clearly says that Sada, so she did, her body did change in age and she did not have the ability to have children. So for her, at that age, it was impossible for her to have any children. And for her, Hashem performed a unique miracle. That the Ebishter, nothing is uh, impossible. And therefore she had a child, Yitzchak, at this age, even though her body already did change. Nor, however, another thing has to be clarified over here. Sada had getracht as Eich Avram kenetobim ken kinder. Sada did, did not was not aware of the strength of Avram Avinu that at the age of a hundred is the same as the age of seventy, and she thought that Avram Avinu cannot have children as well, as the pasuk says. But Titzchak Sada game that Avram that Sada was in disbelief. Achre belaisi game, and she said about herself, and then she also added vadaini zaken. And my master, my husband, is also so old and he can't have children. But this was sort of thinking this way. But the truth about Avram himself was that the miracle over here was not that even though Avram's body did change, but nevertheless, Hashem caused even an aged body of a hundred to have a child. By Avram Avinu, the aging never happened. His body at the age of a hundred was the same as the age of seventy. Alpizeh is oich vashtandik, or fa'enfret that is, akashi gedoyle. This answers another big question here. Favas Rashi stellt sich nit up with them was by Avramin seine Geburt geworden Kinder benek Tura mehr wie 40 Jahre nach Leides Yitzchak. Why doesn't Rashi address a question that other commentaries talk about? The fact that later, much later, after when Avram Avinu was 140 years old, Avram Avinu has additional children with his wife Ketura. On es werte beine de Mann, das Dio, das Gewen durch Hannes. And here, it's not mentioned at all about the fact that this is a kind of birth was, that was a tremendous miracle as well, an even greater miracle at an older age. So all the commentaries talk about this, but Rashi doesn't address this at all. So the answer is, This is already clarified right here when we say, when Avram Avinu passes away, that at the age of 100, his body did not age, it was the same as the age of 70. As by Avram and his nidgeven kein toshes koyach, 
Das hat Magbo gewonnen, haben Kinder besehen. Bei Abraham Avinu, the weakness and the change in the nature of the body that changes after the age of 70 did not take effect at all. Which then means, this human nature of weakness in the body did not at all have any effect on Avram Avinu at any point of time. It's just, this content of Toshas Koyach did not relate to him. So therefore, as far as Avram Avinu is concerned, he had a child, Yitzchak, at the age of 100, and also children much later on. This point is the same as when we say, regarding the fact that Avram Avinu is below Chet, that at the age of five is without Chet, and at the age of 70 is without Chet. So what does that mean over there? Over there means, as the Loshan is, that at the age of 70, he's at, like at the age of five, but it doesn't mean that only at the age of 70 he was without Avedis. And then later on, that changed. It's not indicating that past the age of 70 something changed about this. Rather, it's saying that Avram Avinu, his entire lifetime, was without any Aveda. So it's the same also with Ben Kuf Keben Ayin regarding this weakness, Toshus Kayach, that there was no Toshus Kayach by Avram Avinu at all in any point of his lifetime. So therefore, the fact that he had children later when he was 140 is not a unique miracle. This is something that was already true by Avram Avinu from before that Toshus Kayach did not affect his body at all. But that's only Avram Avinu. Sara, however, her body did get affected by this. But Abishta made a unique miracle that even her aged body, she was able to give birth to children. So in Siv Gimel, the Rebbe continues and explains how we could see this distinction between Avram and Sara in the story that it says later in the Pasha, this is in Pasha's Vayera here, and later on in Pasha's Teldis. With this understanding, the difference between Avram and Sara, we can see a difference of what Rashi says regarding Avram and Sada as far as them having children. So in the Pasuk later here, or it's actually earlier on, in Parshas Vayeda, so there it says that Sada, she nursed other babies, is Rashi Mifarish, Rashi explains, what is this all about? That B'yayma Mishteh was in a day of a celebration, of a festive party that they made. So Sarais, these noble women, brought their children, their babies along with them to the, to the Mishteh. And Sara nursed them. Why? What was the point of this? Because these noble women were saying, Sara did not give birth. She's so old, it's impossible. There was an abandoned child that she took and brought home. From the street. That's what Rashi says regarding Sarah. Now, even Pasik and Oni Parshish tell this. In the beginning of Parshish tell this, where it says, Avram, Hailed is Yitzchak, that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak, so Rashi explains what are these extra words coming to teach. Zakt Rashi. Because the, the, the ones that said the scoffers of the generation would say, they would make a mockery out of this, and they would say, Sara. that Sarah became pregnant from Avimelech. Avram at such an age can't give birth. So Ma'asa Kaddish Baruch what did the do? Tzor Chulu, the made the image of Yitzchak to be the exact same as Avram Avinu, ve'idu akayl Avram ha'il des Yitzchak. And everybody saw clearly and everyone testified that Avram is the one that gave birth to Yitzchak. So here Rashi says, Leitzane Hadar. So the Rebbe points out this difference here. Da'afim Fashtayin, the question here is, was by Sarah and Zagd Rashi, as the Sarais, 
which are not Shum Chashuvah. Yisaretz means the noble women. They are the ones that were saying that Sada could not give birth. It was the Litzanim, the, the ones that are looking just to, to poke fun and make a mockery, were the ones that were saying that Avram cannot give birth. Why over here is it only the Litzanim, which seems to indicate that everyone else believed the fact that Avram gave birth? Another question here is, the fact that Sada was able to nurse the babies and prove that she gave birth is not a as Yalda Sada. This only proves that she gave birth. And the kind is not Sufi, the child is not an abandoned child taken from the street. It doesn't prove that this is Avram's child. So these noble women would, could still say and argue the same as the Litzanim said, as Mavi Melech, that she became pregnant from Mavi Melech. They, do not, they knew that Avram was at the age of 100. So how did this help the fact that she was nursing the babies if they would still say that it's not Avram's child? The, to me in them is noch starke, the question that we see here, this distinction between Avram and Sarah is even stronger because in the Gemara, in Gemara, in the Gemara, both of these points, proving that this is Sarah's child and proving that it's Avram's child is brought in the Gemara together as one point. Sada nursed the babies. There was this rumor that people were saying in the world that Avram and Sada brought an abandoned child from the street. So what did they do? Avram went and invited all the great people in that time and Sada went and invited all the noble women to come and Vehinika Eskulon and Sada then went and nursed the babies of all of them, and so to make it clear that she's able to nurse, it's her baby. But the Gemara continues all in the same story, that still there was a rumor of people saying, even if Sarah at the age of 90 could give birth, could Avram Avinu at the age of 100 give birth? So there was still the question and the rumor as before regarding Avram. So then the Eivishter made another miracle, that Yitzchak's image became the same as Avram, and everyone saw that it's Avram's child. So here the Gemara brings it as one point, that it, the, the same source of the rumor of people that was saying that it's not Sarah's child is the same source that was saying this regarding Avram. But Rashi addresses this differently. Regarding Sarah, Rashi says that it was the Sarah, it's the noble woman that was saying this. Regarding Avram, Rashi says it was just the Litzaniyah there, people that were looking to poke fun. According to what was explained before, how Rashi learns Pshutish Mikra, this is answered. The Chiddush by the Sarais is Milchat Chilagiven Nar Benegei The wonder and the, the, the idea that the, all the noblemen were so amazed that Sarah gave birth and they were in disbelief, that's only regarding Sarah. Because she did age, and therefore, isn't it So therefore, for her, naturally, it was impossible to have any children. But by Avram, everyone saw that he didn't age at all. And everyone saw that he gave birth to Yishmael at the age of 86. Past the age that people gave birth naturally in that time. Only up to the age of 70. So it wasn't at all a wonder and a question by them that he can give birth at the age of 100. 
So by all people, by, by, by people that were thinking normally and seeing what's going on, they didn't have any question regarding the fact that Avraham Avinu gave birth to Yitzchak. Those people that are looking to make a mockery. People that don't care about the facts and the truth, they're just looking to poke fun. They were the ones that were saying this, and they were just saying this as a mockery. They knew that no one will believe what they're saying, that she became pregnant from Avimelech. The Ebishter wants to make this clear that even Litzon, even those people looking to make a mockery, should not be able to say this. So Avram's image and Yitzchak's image were now the same. So here Rashi says, everybody saw clearly that even these Litzonim saw that Avram gave birth to Yitzchak. So we see here clearly the way Rashi addresses this. That this is the difference to Avram and Sarah. Avram's body didn't age at all, and therefore, at the age of Ben Kuf, he is the same as Keben Ayin, and that's what Rashi means. Rashi doesn't have to spell this out because it's clear from the Psukim before. And regarding Sarah, though, the, over there, there was a unique miracle, even though her body did age. Now, Sivdal, the Rabbi continues to explain how Rashi addresses Yishmal, or rather, why regarding the years by Yishmal, Rashi doesn't say anything at all. Why doesn't Rashi spell out there similar that it says Shana separately? And there we also have to darshan and say that at the age of 100, Yishmael was like he was the same as he was at 30. And at the age of 30, he's the same as he was at 7. It says here Shana separately, so it has to be darshan the same as it is by Atzara and Avram. It's because after what Rashi said before by Sarah and Avram, it's self-understood here as well. According to what Rashi says, not long after this, right over here, regarding Avram. And what do we understand if we compare to what Rashi says by Avram? That by Yishmael, yes, it says Shana separately, and you do have to dash, and Rashi doesn't even have to tell this to you. And what's the drasha? That at the age of a hundred, Yishmael was the same as he was at the age of 30. Regarding what? On Toshus Kayach. Meaning that he did not have any weakness in his body. Lamed is that age when a person is at his peak of his strength. As the Rabbi brings here in the, in the order from Pekayov, it's been Shleishim Lekayach. And at the age of 100, he's the same strong as the age of 30. Uben Lamed Keben Zayin is Lechet. And at the age of 30, he's the same at the age of 7 regarding Averis. Zayin Chuvipton, even though Avram did, uh, sorry, Yishmael that is, did sin in his life. But Yishmael did shuvah before, even before Avram passed away. And soon the Rebbe is going to get into the details about this, that he did shuvah. When is the time period that Yishmael did shuvah? It's after the age of 30, before he comes to the age of 100, Yishmael had already done shuvah. And therefore, Ben Lamed Keben Zayin, it doesn't mean that at the age of 30 he did Shuva, but it means Ben Lamed, before you come to the next number of his years, which is 100, so somewhere between Lamed and 100, Yishmael did Shuva, and therefore, through his Shuva, he was in the same condition that he was in, in, uh, at the age of 7. That's what the drasha over here is. This is something that's self-understood, and Rashi does not have to explain this. However, there's a deeper point over here. And the Rebbe here introduces this by first explaining why Bechlal is the Teireh talking about the life of Yishmael and how long 
years of his life was. But what we have to understand over here is what Rashi himself says over here regarding the life of Yishmael. What does Rashi here say regarding this that the Torah tells us how long the life of Yishmael was? Why is the Torah telling us how long Yishmael lived? We don't find that the Torah tells us the life of everyone in the Torah only regarding Tzadikim. The answer is, This is all being written only that we could understand from the life of Yishmael regarding things that happened in the life of Yaakov, how long he lived and where he was. Rashi then goes on to explain, from the years that the Torah tells us regarding the life of Yishmael, this brings us to a conclusion that there's 14 years missing in the life of Yaakov that are not accounted for, and those 14 years, Yaakov was in the house of Shem Ve'ever learning Teireh, or by Ever learning Teireh. Thus haste. So what do we understand from this Rashi? As mit the Mispah of Shal Yishmal, by the Teireh telling us, the life of Yishmal, the year that he lived, is there pasig nitaisin tzizogn, or the meram design, epis b'shachas Yishmal alay. The point here is not to let us know regarding the life of Yishmal himself, anything to clearly or hinting us anything about the life of Yishmael. Yishmael, to himself, of who he is and his lifespan, that's not relevant to us. What's written about Yishmael is only to give us a certain point about the life of Yaakov. Okay, so what do we understand from this? That the whole point of here, writing the life of Yishmael, is not to tell us anything about Yishmael himself. So then it, when, what, when the Torah tells us about the life of Yishmael, we see that the Torah writes Shona separately, Shona, Shonim. So doesn't that mean that the Torah is coming to tell us these details that the Rebbe just pointed out, that Yishmael himself didn't get weak, and Yishmael himself did Shuva. So by adding those details of Shona, we see that the Torah is telling us details about uh, Yishmael himself. So if so, now the question comes up, besides the fact that we can't say that the word Shana is being written over to tell us details about the life of Yishmael himself. So now the question is, so why does the Torah tell us the word Shana separately if it only tells us the total sum of the years of Yishmael just so that we should understand regarding 14 years of Yaakov that were not accounted for. But there's no point in saying Shana separately regarding Yishmael himself. What this forces us to say here regarding Rashi's uh, understanding of the Pasuk that it says by Yishmael, why it says Shana by Yishmael is Melchatchile Kenkashinit, so this is not a question that Rashi has to address at all, as pointed out before. Nochem Pirish Rashi by Avram in Kana, after what Rashi already says by Avram. The Kashi is Ober, the only question that there is over here, not, the details of Shona is not a question. The Kashi is Why does the Torah at all mention the years, the lifespan of Yishmael? As we see, the Bechomish Lomikra sees this. The Torah only tells us details about things that are relevant for us. Even about the life of Chanoich and Musushalach, the Torah tells us almost nothing about, about their life. So why over here does the Torah tell us the Chlal about the life, the lifespan of Yishmael? So that Rashi has to explain 
that it's all for Yaakov. That's the point that Rashi has to clarify. But now, let them as a move on. From this, we could understand as well. Even when the Torah wants it, it, it says the life of Yishmael, the lifespan of Yishmael, for the purpose of understanding something regarding Yaakov. That's the real focus. So the same could be applied also now to this detail that the Torah adds Shona by a Yishmael, by each club, by each group of years. Is the pasuk nit oisenar to fagleichen zele zed yonufin yishmol? And the main point here is not just this alone to compare these years to each other. Ben kov ke ben lamed v'cholu v'stas is not achidush umaylan esefes in yishmol. So then that would just be adding another piece of information regarding a mile that yishmol himself has, and that's something that the Torah does not focus on. The Torah wouldn't speak about that. Vivalt as the pasuk bechlal is nit oisni yishmal and kufa because the whole reason bechlal why the Torah tells us the lifespan of yishmal is not because it wants to tell us this detail about yishmal himself. It's only because it helps us understand about the life of Yaakov. So the same has to be true regarding the details of Shana that we compare ben kuf to ben lamed. That's also something that's relevant to compare to Yaakov. Thus was the pasuk zokt fort. So therefore, this that the Posse goes ahead and does right, Shana, by each group of the years, by Yishmael, was that up telling you the Klal, from Shana Latzmai, by separating the group of years, each one separately, is Kanal, Miram, as if Amayla, on Oivtu, was given by Yishmael, and in Yedav, and these Manim, so this is pointing out a certain level of a certain advantage that each one of these time periods has, Kof, and Lamed, and Zayim, the point here is not to give us additional information about the life of Yishmael himself, to compare these years to one another, to know about the milos that he had. As by him, that he possessed these different milos in the throughout his life. Nor rather, in order to contrast this regarding Yaakov. So, laws and wissen. Yichus Milus Yaakov, in order to let us know the greatness of the level of Yaakov. Thus was Torah, is Meram is B'dav, B'negei Yishmol, and Zayna Milus. The fact that the Torah hints here by writing Shonah, Shonim, separately by the years of Yishmol, that gives us information regarding his lifespan, is L'yachas Bem Yaakov. It's just to contrast this and to understand from this how great Yaakov was. M'zalvisin, as by Yaakovin, so that we should know that by Yaakov, he had very special years of his life. That when you look at Yishmael, and you see what the Torah hints to here, the unique character and or the unique abilities or milas that Yishmael had in his years, in his life, Yaakov had the same, but even to a much greater degree. It's only being written by Yishmael to then understand that by Yaakov, it's much more. That's why it's being said over here. So we're sticking to the original drasha, as the Rebbe said in the beginning of this ice, Ben Kufke Ben Lamed, as far as Toshes Koyach, that there was no weakness that affected him, and Ben Lamed Ke Ben Zayin, regarding Chet, that he did Shuva. But these details here are being said by Yishmael, not just to give us information for Yishmael himself, but then to compare and see how by Yaakov, this itself was much greater. Where do we see this? The beard in them, so the explanation here is, that Shini was given in Yishmael, and the change that there was by Yishmael to Ben Kuf when he was a hundred is Vasan Hashem given about Shuva, that at the age of a hundred he was already about Shuva from before. Virashi Zakt, as Rashi already tells us before, 
as Yishmael or Tshuva Gaton, Noch Bechai Avram. The Yishmael, the Tshuva, is still in the lifetime of Avram. And Yishmael is given 89 years B'Shas Mises Avram. He was 89 years old when Avram passed away. So somewhere before this age of 89, Avram, Yishmael did Tshuva. So between 30 and 100, sometime he did Tshuva then. And thus, Bavarant Rashi, so this is what Rashi is telling us here. As Nid, Kokmdik of Denvoser is given a Baal so not looking at the fact that he had this tremendous smile that he became a Baal Biz, to the point, is Be'imshtet Vayigva. When it talks about him passing away, it doesn't use the usual term of Misa. It says Vayigva, Aloshen Vashtet no Tzadikim. This is an expression that it says only by Tzadikim, and Rashi points that out. Hatezavik came batreftnit, ligavidetzitkas v'yakiv. Nevertheless, Yishma's level of righteousness does not reach at all, is not similar at all to the level of Tzitkas of Yaakov. So the Taita here is writing the Tzitkas of Yishmael, and then when we learn further on in the Pesukim about the Tzitkas of Yaakov, we come to appreciate and realize how much greater the Tzitkas of Yaakov is compared to Yishmael. The Maile from Ben Shloishim is similar when it comes to the advantage of what Yishmael had in this Maile of being 30, is Kaidim, Zman Hatoshes Koyach, from Ben Samach, Ben Ayin. That's the age of 30, before weakness of 60 or 70. Ben Shleishim Lekayach, Balashna Mishnah, as the Mishnah Perkeyavah says, this is the time when a person is at his peak of his strength. Vimizat Bemuchesh, this is something that you see clearly, Recha Ben Chamesh, and therefore even a child sees this, as in Gil from Shleishim, is the Gvura by mention by Itzim Toikva. At the age of 30, that's when the person is at the peak of his strength. On Yishmal, Zayin Digdetsua Zavas Yodeh Bakayel, and Yishmal, and also, we know that Yishmal was an individual that Yodeh Bakayel, that he was everywhere with his hands, so he had, he was a very strong might, is move on as an Eltof and Shloishim is a Given Agibah. At the age of 30, he was very, very strong. So therefore, that's what we're learning out of here, that at the age of 30, he was without any weakness comparing to the age of, uh, and the saying that is, was at the age of 100. That's Ben Kuf, Keben Lamed. And so over here as well, why is the Torah telling us about the strength of Yishmal? It's coming to contrast now to Yaakov. Yishmael's might can't be compared at all to the great might of Yaakov. Umi Rashi is Nefarish, as Rashi later explains this, when Yaakov comes to Choron and he sees the well has a very large rock that's covering it and all the shepherds wait until many of them come together and together they can push this rock off the well. So what did Yaakov do? The Yaakov removed this rock. Like a person that removes a cover from a barrel or, or a, a cover from a bottle. What we learn from here is that Yaakov was extremely mighty. Even though at that point, Yaakov was 77 years old, past the age of 70 when the body already becomes weaker. So therefore we see that Yaakov Avinu, in his Gvura, he was much stronger than Yishmael. Now another point here is, regarding Ben Sheva. What's unique about the age of seven? So this is understood from what Rashi says regarding Avram, Ben Ayin, Keben Hei, Belechet that Avram was at 70, the same as the age of 5, without any Aveda. Zayin de Gakotten is a Belechet. At the age of 5, or at 7, there's no Avedas at all. So over here, Ben, ben Zayin, or Ben Hay, does not express the union of Tshuva, but that's actually a time period where there's, the child is still so young, and there's no Avedas yet. So Yishmal was Belechet at the age of 7. And this as well, 
is by Yishmael, but by Yaakov, below Chet at that age, is also on a completely different level. So one would, would think, as in Demprat, when it comes to this detail, isn't it Here we're talking about such a young age, a child, before he's developed, before there's maturity. So at this young age, the fact that Shishmol didn't sin yet, and the fact that Yaakov at such a young age has no chet, here there's no distinction. And then, because of this young age and maturity, here the fact that they both didn't sin, they're, they're both equal in this. So therefore the Torah over here mentions this age of Yishmael as well to contrast it to Yaakov to say that no, it's different. That even regarding this, Yishmael, without an Aveda at this age, can't compare himself at all to Yaakov. Why not? Even though this is seemingly just a result of immaturity of that age, it leads to not doing an Aveda. So it's the same by Yishmael and Yaakov. The reason is, while the Etzem, Metzias from Yaakov, is Anish for Yishmael. The very existence of who Yaakov is, is different than who Yishmael is, which is a Ben Ha'ama. He's a son from a maidservant, and therefore his very identity is on a lower level. It doesn't matter, whatever detail about his life you speak about, even regarding this, that at this immature age there's no Averis, is Yaakov in Gansanandish. The very existence of who Yaakov and Yishmael are. As little children, they're in completely different. Yaakov is a completely different level of an existence of an individual than who Yishmael is being a Ben Ha'ama. On the far, so therefore, as Rashi says, the years of Yishmael, his lifespan, are not mentioned here. in the shana, and that includes also the details, the fact that the Torah writes shana and to and to know about his years of seven and of thirty and of a hundred. All these milas that the Torah says about Yishmael, why is it being written? That from this, we could understand that Yaakov has these same milas on a completely different level. That it can't be compared to Yishmael in anything. All the way down to, as little children, that the of Yaakov, the very existence of who he is, is completely different than Yishmael.